Are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or executive who's working hard at living a good story? What if you can start living a better one? Welcome to Living a Better Story, a podcast that goes deep and clears away the good so that you can be great. Hosted by Chad Burmeister and Rich Blakeman, we get you into alignment with your God-given purpose here on planet Earth. Don't settle. A better story is waiting for you to invest in yourself and living a better story. Hey, everybody, Chad Burmeister, and I'm your host of the Living a Better Story podcast. Today, I am with Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, who is the Chief Elevation Officer of ACERT Solutions. I think that's a really cool name, and now I need to think about uh, changing my title because that's awesome. Dr. Tracy, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, really cool. You're in Fayetteville, North Carolina. I mentioned to you, we used to be in Charlotte. And, uh, and I've, I've definitely gone through Fayetteville. I think my daughter did a cheer contest there once or twice. Yes, a great place to be. <laughs> it's a nice place, nice place. Yes, it is. Well, I like to kick off these calls with really kind of rewinding the tape and going back to when, when, when you're younger, right? Like, what are your first memories? I find that a lot of times when we're younger, we're unfiltered, right? The world hasn't put an impression on us yet. So we like to do certain things and that kind of gives us a leading indicator of where we may end up later in life. So <laughs> yes. what were you passionate about when you were younger? Or what were some of the things you remembered as a kid? Man, one of my fondest memories was just hanging out with my grandmother, my paternal grandmother. It was the coolest thing because I was like, man, how do you like two or three years old? And I hear about the stories of, you know, you'd always used to call, you know, tell me to call your grandma because you want to go hang out with grandma. So I'm hanging out with grandma, I eat my potato chips and grape soda. You know, we just hanging out with her friends. You know, I should have been there, but I was. <laughs> but that was just the coolest thing is like, oh, man, I get to be with the big kid, the grownups, you know, and, and being nosy. And even as I continue to grow older, I was like, man, I just love hanging out with grandma. And I think I found out why, because she was always helping people. Mm. She was very strong-willed and she was still tell you like it is, <laughs> very blunt. But she always, she helped you. She might tell you off a little bit, but her hand is out, you know, feeding you, clothing you, giving you whatever you needed. And I was like, I was wondering where I got this strong sense of, wanting to help others from and I believe that's where it started. Wow. And I just have to believe that generation upon generation, you know, one it's it's almost like it's built into our DNA because I yes. see that with my grandmother and then my mom. And okay. you know, and now it's passed through. I I don't know. I, I might dampen it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I still like to help people quite a lot. So yeah. That's really cool. And I and funny enough, wouldn't you know, I'm drinking. Oh, wow. Oh, this is scary. <laughs> Usually I'm drinking grape these days. <laughs> I love grape soda. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, so thinking about how that ties into the kind of work you're doing today, when you're, you know, when you're doing the kind of work that you do as chief elevation officer, what does that entail? And, and how does it tie to, you know, being a servant leader or be, you know, being like your grandmother? man, I always have this sense of wanting to inspire people to grow, elevate, and thrive. Be your best self. 
And, you know, start with you, because once you make you better, you can make everyone else better. And, you know, in joining the John Maxwell team, I am now one of his executive directors. So I was like, man, I finished my education and I was a, doc- I'm a doctor of uh, management organization leadership. I'm like, Lord, what else? What else can I do? I, I love to grow. I can't stop growing and trying to grow other people. So I'm like, what else can I do? So I started doing some research. And if you are in leadership, you know who John Maxwell is. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I was like, oh man, he has a program. He has a team. Let me find out how I can join. So I joined this team and I know I'm personally, you know, groomed and, and, oh man, gets to train with John Maxwell. He is my mentor, my coach, my trainer. It is amazing. When I first saw him in person, I was like, oh my goodness, wow. <laughs> can I just touch you? <laughs> like, are you real? Well, you know, my, my mom took me in the nineties to see success talk and it was with Peter Lowe, John Maxwell, uh, Zig Ziglar, Tom Hopkins. I mean, it was the cast of characters like you read about. And, and, and I remember watching that and then, you know, it, it is amazing how Maxwell has, he's stood the test of time Mm -hmm. and is still out there, you know, helping leaders grow. So that's really, that's really exciting. Um, so a lot of times on this show, you know, we all face something that, and, and many of us more than one thing, but is there something that's, you know, feels like a challenge in your life that you're comfortable sharing, obviously, but, you know, something that really kind of shaped who you became as a person. Um, I always like to share that with people listening to the podcast, because you never know what they're going through. And to hear other people's stories that, you know, even Dr. Tracy had such and such a challenge <laughs> and made it through the other side. You know, what was that for you? And what did you learn from that? How'd you get through it? During COVID, I finally um, re- I finally started peeling back the layers and let the world know who I was by writing in my first anthology. As a matter of fact, I wrote in seven anthologies over the pandemic. <laughs> so oh, wow. yes, yeah, four of my bestsellers. No, five of them are bestsellers. So people don't believe or they can't believe the fact that I was a single mother on welfare. I I couldn't feed my family. I I mean, my children, I'm like, okay, Lord, how am I going to, how am I going to get out of this? And, you know, being in that moment to where you know you have help but you can't always reach out. You know, I had a sense of pride. I did not want anyone to know I was going through. You know, on the outside, I had my mask on. <laughs> the outside, I was just this happy person. And on the inside, it's like, here I am sharing sharing a, a two cheeseburger meal with my child, you know? And here he is two years old out the window telling, you know, how the order goes because that's all I could afford. And there was even a time where all I had was a pack of hot dogs and some French fries. And I had to make it stretch for a week. So here I am not being able to eat so that my child could eat. Mm -hmm. And it continued on for a few years. And it was like, Lord, I I can't, I cannot do this. So I am sitting here today, not only was only a high school graduate at that time, 
but I had very little money. So today I sit as a doctor and beyond because I'm still in school and I have made, I've been making over six figures for the last 10 to 12 years. Mm. Oh, yeah. wow. And, and I mean, I just I, have you heard of the show The Chosen? I'm sure you've heard of that one. Yes. On, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I just started watching it like three nights ago. And wow. we're we're episode eight in because it's one of those <laughs> you just can't put down. And it, yeah. we saw the one where the fish just kind of jumped in the boat that day. And it, mm-hmm. it really it just your situation that you went through it just reminds me of, hey, when push comes to shove and your back's against the wall and things are, things like, just, they're not going to come together for me. But having the faith is what, is what gets you through, right? And then now thinking back to that, if you don't have that, then you don't have what you have now, right? A different, Ooh. unique perspective on everything. Amen to that. Cause you know, we all hear about, and we, you know, I know we push back on one here. He'll never give us more than we can bear, Mm. but you have to go through in order to help someone else, because Mm. what you have gone through wasn't for you. It was to help someone else. Even though it was bad, it happened to you, you know, Lord, why, why me? Why, uh, you know, and think about it. Why not you? Yeah. Right. Why not you? Yeah. And yeah, oh, I've had a few of those where you just go, why, why, why? And yes. I've even yelled it and crying it like, <laughs> why, 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 why this, you know? Yes. And then, and then the answer comes in, in, in due time. And you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of things I've gone through in life. And it's like, whoa, a few years later, it's like, that's why I went through it. Yeah, because I talked to so many women who just didn't know how they was going to make it out. Wow, you're my story. Well, I think that show. Did you you know the the opening credits? I don't know if you you probably noticed this because it it took me four shows to get there. But the gray fish are all swimming around in a circle, and then all of a sudden you see a blue one. You're like, huh? You're like where'd they come from? Right, and then it, and then one of them flipped. And so my wife and I are like, I wonder what the number is. I thought it was eight. And I'm like, no, it's not eight. You pause it and it's 13, right? Jesus mm-hmm. and the 12 disciples. Exactly. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so now I understand what the mission is. It's to turn gray fish blue. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like that, that it's just to see people. Cause in today's world, man, you watch TV, you read Facebook, you it's so easy to just get in a lane with all the fishies and yeah. swim downstream. And it's like going upstream is, is where it's at. <laughs> yeah. I always go against the grain. Everybody's like, you need to stop thinking. I'm very innovative and creative. My employees are like, can you just please just go to sleep? <laughs> don't, don't think anymore. You know, I'm like one of the crazy people who has a night, has the, um, Nightpad, oh, nightpad, the uh, pad and pen beside my um, bed on a nightstand. It's like, oh my goodness, I wake up in the middle of the night, I have an idea, and I write it yes. down. Yes. Now I have my phone. <laughs> so wow. it's even easier. And I would yeah. email it to myself. Yeah, mine come in the middle of the night too. It feels to me like the Holy Spirit, like when you hear of parables that were told 2,000 years ago, 
that's what it feels like to me, right? They come in yeah. parables and you're like, huh? Yeah. And you wake up the next day and you, okay, got it. I'm, I got it. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's pretty neat. Well, that's, that's amazing. Thanks for sharing. Um, yeah. My dad's dad uh, was a salesperson apparently. And I didn't really know that because I never met him. He had a brain tumor before, like when my dad was 25. So I never met that grandfather. And, um, and so now finding out he was a salesperson and it was hit or miss, right? There were times where they couldn't afford to put food on the table for many months in a row. And so it, it being that close to that level of, it really does give a person unique perspective on life that, hey, you have to figure things out and you have to have faith. Um, I think the further, you know, the further removed <laughs> the next generation <laughs> and the next, you know, oh, doesn't everybody just get an iPhone when they're born? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so much. <laughs> um, so tell me what you're most passionate about now. It, I can I can hear it in your voice. You're doing the John Maxwell thing. Like yes. what what gets you up in the morning? What are you excited about? That the fact that I could help people help other mothers help other women. I started a nonprofit just to help women. And it just, even though my job, my full-time job is um, I do cybersecurity on um, a military installation. So it's like, they're like, wait a minute, how does that fit? It fits easily. I get to go to work. There are a bunch of women there who we're in IT field. So we're like separated. <laughs> I'll mm -hmm. leave it that way. And it's like, wow, I get to inspire them. I get mm. to help them grow, not only at the job, but I am actually growing other leaders and other entrepreneurs. Mm. They come to me with these ideas like, I just don't know what I can do. You know, I like doing this. And boom, I just spit out, you know, an idea and they go get their LLC. And yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I love that. It, yeah. it seems like the last couple of years during the pandemic, traditionally, here's your work and here's your personal life. And doesn't it feel like to you that the lines have really started to actually come together these days? They have. And, and that's why I don't say work-life balance. I say work-life harmony. You want, you have one life. Yes. You go to work and you have a home life. That's still one life. So you harmonize your task and your surroundings, your energy into yes. one and make them fit. Wow. Somebody, I just literally went in to help a reporter. There's this website, helpareporterout.com, H-A-R-O. And I get a notice about three times a day, which is three too many, but you click the link and you go in and you see what reporters are writing about. And just today they said, uh, tell us about the impact of COVID on your life and the work-life balance. And I, I gave a very similar answer. It was like, I don't look at it like that. <laughs> harmony, exactly. I didn't use harmony, but harmony is a much better word. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So let's fast forward the tape now. You were, we're three years from now. You're back on the podcast and you're like, Chad, this has been a most amazing three years. What happened over those three years? Oh, what didn't happen? I am lucky to announce that I will be retiring from the federal government system at the age of 50. So that is in two years and two months. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And you'll probably have a pension and all that fun stuff too. Yes. I, I'm like, yeah, they say you can retire and 
start getting paid. I'm like, really? I wasn't even banking on that. I was going to defer. I'm like, oh, cool. I have already launched a TV channel, which I have content creators on, a bunch of leaders. I partnered with John Maxwell, not John Maxwell, of course, I'm with him, but Les Brown. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm talking to Paul Martinelli, you know, about doing some things. Um, Partner with Lead Like Jesus and Take Flight. I don't know if you heard about Take Flight, but I know you know about Lead Like Jesus. (laughs) I do know that one. Yes. Yes. Take Flight. I am DISC certified. So now I am BIRD DISC certified. So we have some things coming. So by in three years, I'll be like, hey, yeah, he's here. (laughs) And I have launched the first profit sharing um, learning center for coaches, consultants, trainers, speakers. And yeah, the only one that's out there, Amazon was the first to use it. And we just finalized our last training session for this cohort um, last week. Wow. So, (laughs) I mean, it's, it's very motivational. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't have the check boxes of these are the eight things that are going to happen in the next three years. And it's funny because the number one difference between people who get there and don't is the belief that they can get there. Yes. Right. You, you have yes. to have the strong belief and it's like the minute you lose that, it's easy to become hopeless and you, all yeah. you have to do is believe. Sometimes it feels like I'm living in a computer game and you're like, this is too easy. All you have to do is actually click the go button. And yeah, while everybody see, else doesn't, you know, you have to act. Yes. If you don't act, it's not going anywhere. No. And your mindset as well. Your mindset needs to be higher. Um, John Maxwell um, says the law of the lid for leadership. You can't, you know, lead someone higher than you are. Well, the same thing as your mindset. You can't go farther than your mind is letting you go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You can't lead someone higher than you are. Yes. Wow. And that's why (laughs) when I'm watching The Chosen, it seems to me that like when the fisherman realized that's not his end game, his end game to be Mm -hmm. a fisher of men, Yes. That's a whole different pegboard than he was on. Right. And yes. and so he had to admit that that wasn't the right thing and then move on to something else. And yeah. the thing, there's always something I think with people, whether it's drinking or something, right. We all have something inside of us that if you can shed that and make that be your strength, to me, that's the most important thing in our lives is to level up beyond whatever that mm-hmm. thing was that was yeah. passed down by generation to generation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it, that's why I say it starts with knowing who you are, knowing yeah. your strengths, you know, and actually your weaknesses aren't really your weaknesses. You know, there are things that you haven't, you know, elevated yet. Yeah. <laughs> So look at those things and see how you can elevate them. And if you can't, or you you can do it if you want, but there's a thing called networking with others. No one said that you had to be the know-all be-all. You just need to know who to go to. Right. Yeah. So elevate your network and your network will elevate with you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because a lot of times you, you know, especially us creators and people who want to just go it alone. Yeah. But when we realize, oh, 
that person's way stronger in that area. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and that's where those strength finders and disc and, you know, yes. when you start piecing <laughs> it together and seeing it on a wall, you're like, wait a second, like, wow, that is not me doing that operations role. That's someone else's job. <laughs> you know, it is funny because when I do the disc assessments and I speak to people about it, I do the debrief, they always like, wait a minute, you, you know me, you know me so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all right here in black and white. <laughs> yeah. And I can go even farther in the paper because I've been doing it so long. It's like, they're like, whoa, I'm telling them what they're thinking before they even tell me. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, wait a minute. No, (laughs) Wow. like that's not me. Wait. Yeah, it is me. It's it's different when you hear someone else say it versus you thinking it. Well, and it's not like, you know, reading someone's horoscope, those things like a horoscope can be, you know, hit or miss and, you know, (laughs) But when yeah. you read a disc profile, I mean, the, the level of entunement is, is yes. pretty high. So yes, it's, it's very brilliant. Cool. I've yeah. got a picture on my wall and it's a series of Bible verses that makes up a fingerprint. And it reminds, I saw it in the mountains about a year ago at this house we stayed at. And it just reminds you that we all have a unique fingerprint and, you know, yes. finding and leading into that skill and, and learning what what our lane is meant to be in life. Once you get there, I'm going to write a new book called Frictionless. Because don't you feel like once you've hit your lane, you know, and the friction part will be like sandpaper or something. And then less will be either, you know, looking like a fast car or it, it goes faster and it's just, it's, it's easier. Yes. And it pains me when people are like, oh, this life is just the, you know, the, the, what I have to do before I can get to the next life. And I'm just going to make do with it. It's like, no, you got to get to frictionless exactly. so that you can look around every day and, and realize that it's awesome. <laughs> yes. Know? Yes. And you know, the higher, it, some people understand when they say, well, you know, I've outgrown someone. No, you've gone to a higher frequency level. Mm-hmm. You are no longer down there and mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. People are there for, a reason in the season. That season is up. Man, I love having these conversations. Because <laughs> you you know, the other thing, you can spot someone who's operating at a different frequency. Yes. yes I went to can. this this restaurant bar in the mountains about a year ago. And it was during ski season, a year and a half ago. And we walk in and, and the owner was standing at the at the bar, right? And we start talking to her, and it's me and a friend from California. And and we just start talking. She tells us, she goes, yeah, yeah. I won the lottery for $40 million in the eighties. And it was the best thing that happened. And the worst thing that happened because all of a sudden everybody wants to be your friend. So I, I learned to say no all the time. Yes. Her husband and her kind of didn't work out. And so it was, you know, cause it just causes strife when yes. you run into something like that. But then I said, I'm, she goes, yeah, I went through a lot of counseling. And I go, I bet you the biggest thing you've learned over all those years of counseling is to just be in the moment you're in right now. And her eyes lit up and she was like, how'd you know that? I've spent so much money figuring that out. <laughs> and when people learn that simple truth, yes, it's like, just enjoy it. Meet cool people, see cool things, like just you know, yeah. balance your time, right. harmonize. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
and life will be okay. Exactly. So last question, Dr. Tracy, is what role does faith play in your journey? We've touched on it a bit, but it's always my favorite question. It is everything to me. Um, Everything I do is a gift from God. And I used to be the type of person that was very um, reserved and didn't want to share. And I've learned that the more I share my story, the more other people are growing from it and I'm growing as well. And my network is growing and things are happening. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm reaching for a millionaire status, multi-millionaire status, and I'm bringing people with me. I'm not just doing it and saying, okay, you guys are down there. No, God is lifting me and I'm lifting others as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very cool. Um, you got to check this app out. We're putting it out. It's on Android. It's called 77 okay. Prey. Wow. And it's, it's kind of helps you tune the frequency to God. And so in the morning, it'll pop up, say, Hey, did you pray yet? Right. And my grandfather's prayer was always, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So I've never done that in the morning. I've always prayed before bed, but now for the last 45 to 50 days, using the app we just built in beta mode, that's my bookend of the first part of the day. Then you read a Bible verse, you click the box, it pulls a random verse in. So it helps your day on the right path in two minutes of work, right? By noon, it pops up another thing and it's the act button. And it says, oh, tell someone else to sign up so that they can create a relationship with God. Wow. And it'll automatically fill out the text. All you got to do is pick someone in your contact book or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever. And then at the end of the day, pray again. And so rinse and repeat and then listen, right? And Mm -hmm. there's a feature I almost deleted. And then I told someone about it. He goes, no, no, don't delete that. That would be my favorite feature. Is what do you hear when you pray? There's the little note area inside the app where you can take a note. Like you do on your notepad that you said, you know, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) and he goes, don't delete that. And I was like, oh, okay. And then you can crowdsource prayer. So if you have something heavy that you need to pray about all the subscribers, you'll put it out there to the universe and all those subscribers will say done, or they'll add comments and say, I prayed for you. So I printed 5,000 stickers. I've been reaching out to pastors. Uh, a, a woman from Zimbabwe responded. She has three churches. She goes, "Yeah, ship me, ship me it." You know, I'm very excited. So wow. we're we're excited oh, to see what happens with this app. Yeah, I need to tell the people at Lee like Jesus about it. <laughs> yeah, well, if you need me to ship you some stickers, let me know and we'll send them your way. Yes, <laughs> but check it out. Check it out before I you will. Know. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley from Fayetteville. Uh, they got that right, right? North yes. Carolina. Uh, cool, cool spot. I just talked to someone in Alabama and they they described it as similar to North Carolina because I've never oh, been to Alabama. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but really good talking with you. You know, you've, you've been through and like you said, when your back's against a wall and you you know, it seems like, hey, how do I even put food on the table? I have to buy, a, you know, two hamburgers from McDonald's and share it with my yeah. son. That's what that's what gives us character. And it, and, it, and when we have faith, it, it just shows everybody on this call, like, just have faith, pray. Hey, God, what would what should I do? And then listen. And it, you'll be amazed at how the frequency 
you can tune into that dial. It's available, it's free, and you don't even have to buy a radio for it. Exactly. <laughs> so, and Tracy's proved that that can happen. So thank you for sharing your testimony and really glad You're to welcome. have you on the show today, Dr. Tracy. Thank you for inviting me. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining Living Better Story podcast. We will catch you on the next, on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of Living a Better Story. We hope that today's show has inspired you to cultivate a better understanding of yourself so you can discover your God-given purpose and start living a better story. For the show notes, visit livingabetterstory.org forward slash podcast, where you can also find other helpful resources. Connect with us and join us again next time for another purposeful show.